Hey everyone, welcome to Long Story Short the Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are almost at Halloween and for me the day after Halloween is like the kickoff to the holiday season. And so we're talking about getting your act together, getting your mind around getting ready for the holidays. Yes. But before we get into that, you can always find us many places outside of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. You can hop into our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. And I have to say that someone posted in there this week who I know from school, and I didn't realize she was a podcast listener. And I had that moment of, oh, my gosh, people I know listen to this. Um, <laughs> you can join us over there. And this is a great time. If you've never taken a look at our website, MeganAndWendy.com, that's where you can find everything. But we're heading into the holidays, and there's going to be a lot there. As we mentioned, all of our gift guides are there. And thank you so much for all of the kind feedback on those. If you need gift ideas heading into the holidays, we've got them for you. That's for sure. <laughs> I was working last night. My husband walked in. He's like, no more gift guides. I'm like, I swear I'm not writing one. I swear it's something else. Uh, anyway, you can always email the show at Wendy at gmail.com. Megan, hit us with those emails. We have a couple this week and one I'm saving for next week. So um, if you're listening and you feel like I'm missing your email, don't worry. It, it applies in the future. So the first is um, anonymous and it is in regards to our faking it episode. And she says, I guess you would call it faking it. Most days my life seems like a complete disaster and I don't want to burden my friends with all of the issues. It makes it so hard to be honest about your life when a lot of what is going on are issues your kids are dealing with. I feel like it's just not my story to tell, which puts a mental burden on me and makes me feel like I'm always faking it. Plus, it becomes very lonely not to be able to share. Also, 100% agree with Wendy. Coming from a dysfunctional family makes it much harder to share info. I have big feelings about this email. As do I. I mean, it just, like, hits me right in the heart. Like, I fully understand it, like, so much from top to bottom. Um, I definitely understand, like, feeling lonely. Ugh. Um, I... I I don't really have any advice other than like what has been given to me in terms of uh, dealing with similar situations is that you're not burdening your friends or family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, That's that's what friends are there for. Hopefully you're close friends. Um, And yeah, just know that my like my heart is with you. Yeah, I think it's really hard to take that advice, to take the, like, it's you're not a burden. We go through seasons of life, and sometimes we give more than we take, and sometimes we need to lean on our friends more than others. And it's not always a 50-50 balance in the moment. It, you know, I think it balances out in the end, but it's certainly not a week-to-week balance. Um, and your friends know that. And... Um, I have a feeling that somebody who says something like this is a good friend themselves. Yeah. So um, I really do hope you find someone that you can talk to. And it is hard. I get it. When our kids get older, we feel like these personal stories, like you said, they're not necessarily our stories to tell, especially if these, you know, our friends know our kids or their kids know our kids. So I, um, I appreciate you sharing this and I do hope 
that you talk to somebody because it is very lonely to feel like you're just the only person who knows what's going on in your life. Right. Agree. Our next email is from Sonia. And this is in regards to last week's episode about Wendy's breast cancer story. And she says, I enjoyed listening to the podcast this week. I didn't realize Wendy had faced breast cancer so young and how it affected your family planning, especially. I have an only child due to infertility reasons and could not agree with you more about people not asking why you only have one child. Six years ago, when I was 42, after a mammogram, two biopsies, and a lumpectomy, it was determined that I had two types of precancerous cells in my left breast. I ultimately decided to have a prophylactic or preventative double mastectomy and deep flap reconstruction, which is where they take fat from your belly and use that to rebuild your breast, which I didn't even know was an option, and I think oh my God, more people should know about. It's major. It's a major surgery. Yes. I had to make the weird decision whether to keep my nipples or not. I did. I have not had a mammogram since as my boobs are all fat instead of breast tissue, but mammograms are so important. So that was a question that we had um, brought upon last week's episode, whether or not women who've had reconstruction continue to have mammograms. And the answer to that apparently is no. Mm -hmm. Um, She says recovery was hard. And I know this person on social media and I remember her going through the recovery process. I mean, it is a long period of downtime. Um, I have scars on my breast and across my abdomen, but I had lots of help. Also, I have had genetic testing and do not have the BRCA gene. I have no family history of breast cancer. So it was all very unexpected. So I appreciate you sharing that new perspective. Um, Thank you for that story. I cannot even, that's a big preventative decision to have to make. It is. uh, Yeah. I applaud you for coming to that decision i don't know if i i mean i would get there if i had to but yeah thanks for sharing yes thank you i that was a hard episode for me to do so i uh, appreciate the feedback on it well i'm gonna take a real sharp left turn (laughs) and i'm just gonna (laughs) lean into it um i don't know if you saw that i edited this but i have a quick ted lasso update Mm. i am one episode away from finishing i really wanted to be done before today it was 11 30 p.m last night i was falling asleep during the finale i couldn't do it and i wanted to give it my full attention but i i wanted to say that 11 episodes into this 12 episode series i did feel like the first episode was maybe a little slow and i was a little bit worried about what was going to happen in season two and then it just continued to get better Mm -hmm. i thought this was a great season they dig in deeper on all of these characters um the coach beard episode is as bizarre as everyone says like a (laughs) fever dream of an episode but i was thinking about it this morning uh, Coach Beard is one of my favorite characters on the show. It's hard to have a favorite because there's so many great actors in this show. But Brendan Hunt, I think, is a comedic genius. They give him like three lines every episode, and I find him wildly hilarious every single time. The looks he gives Nate, I really enjoy him. And in my mind, I was thinking, you know, I bet people said, give us more Coach Beard. And they were like, Okay. And then they gave us that episode. Like, look, this is the person we've created. This is what more Coach Beard is going to look like. Maybe you don't actually want that. <laughs> Maybe we're I giving you I the don't exact think I want amount that. of Coach Beard. Yeah, I don't want that. It was no. a bizarre episode. Uh, 100%. I will be finishing that this weekend. Okay. So even though you haven't watched the final, final episode of it, um, you still know, like, the big like the big story from 
from the season. Big story, yes. Aren't you so disappointed? Uh, in our in our buddy Nate, without saying too much. Nate, not so great. Yeah, Nate. <sighs> yeah. Um, and he had started to disappoint me before the big reveal. Mm-hmm. And I'm disappointed in him. I'm yeah, sad. I mean, I'm not saying like he obviously has his own issues. His character has some issues, obviously. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but oh, I just feel so like betrayed a little bit. I think I don't That's know. A good word. Ugh. And this season has there's been a lot of redemption. Like uh, Jamie Tart has a real. Yes, storyline. When when they hug in the um, I have what the heck is his name? Roy. Roy Roy hugs him in the locker room. Oh my god, I cried. As did I. As did I. And I turned. I was watching on my iPad, and I turned it to my husband. I was like, "You need to be watching this." (laughs) That was a great moment. Uh, So I do think that Nate's storyline is especially heartbreaking because so many other people are headed in such a great direction. I love Keely's storyline. I love Rebecca's storyline. I really love Ted's storyline as hard as it was to watch. I feel like it was redemptive also. Um, But Nate is breaking my heart. I know. Such a good season. So I am sure the finale will just break it even further. Yeah. If you're not watching Ted Lasso, I suggest you Get Apple TV and watch it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just do start. It. It's just so power good. Through. It's so good. All right. Tell me uh, Tell me about what you just did. Well, I had planned to come here and tell you all these fun stories about my night last night. So, oh, no. Oh, no. We, um, it's not bad. It's we, my husband and I, uh, went to the Oogie Boogie Bash, which is a name that I hate. And it is the name of Disney California, uh, their Halloween party. I don't know. I don't think that's what they call it in Florida. I have no idea. Didn't Uh, it used to be called like Mickey's Trick or Treat or something like that? Yeah, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it used to be at Disneyland. And then a few years ago, they moved it to California Adventure. And the first year they moved it to California Adventure, my husband and I were like, nope, we're never going back. Because we had started a little bit of a tradition of going just the two of us to this event. It's an evening event. And... We really like it. The crowds are a lot lighter. You can get on all the rides. It's fun to trick or treat and get the fun Halloween treats. And we enjoy Disney, the two of us as well. Well, look, apparently Disney being closed for over a year turns us into suckers because the second these tickets went on sale this year, I was in the six hour queue to get them. We bought them. We were looking forward to it. And yesterday... Well, two things dampened my experience. One, I was not feeling well during the day and um, continued to not, like, I just felt like the longer we were there, did not feel well and started to get, like, really sweaty. Oh, no. And you've had a a COVID test recently, right? Uh Uh-huh. So so it's not COVID. No, I was just, like, sick to my stomach. And anyway, I have a long history of issues that fall under the umbrella of stomach issues. This Mm -hmm. is not unusual for me. Uh, it was just unfortunate timing. Um, and then the other thing is we don't get babysitters for our kids anymore. They're teens. And so we also don't love to leave them at home for hours and hours and hours. So I didn't feel like we could be gone for eight hours um, with them at home. So we felt like there was a little bit of a ticking clock. We still had a good time. But Disney, bring back the tram. 
because I told you, I I told you. And no matter how good of a time you have, endless walking back to the parking structure ruins your day. (laughs) You should have parked over at Toy Story. We tried, actually. And then... I got off at a different exit, and I we both thought we were going there, and all of a sudden I was like, why the hell am I at the structure? So we tried to park at Toy Story. For those of you who are planning a trip to Disneyland, know that the trams are not running. You walk the tram path from the parking structure to the park. Apparently, if you park in the Toy Story lot, they are running the buses. So anyway, it was a fun experience, uh, but... It was not the happiest place on earth experience I've ever had. How um, long? How long did you stay last night? Uh, four hours. That's enough. That's it enough. is enough. It is. We did a lot, and there's no lines. The longest line we waited in was 15 minutes, but most lines were five to ten. A 10 minute line for Radiator Springs racers is basically unheard of. Totally. Um, walked right on in Credit Coaster. Walked right on Toy Story Mania. I mean, those are all hour plus lines always. So. We did everything. We did a little bit of trick-or-treating. I will say the candy this year was a lot of, like, felt like to me, like, candy cast-offs. Like, Twix cookies and cream. Ooh. And fudge brownie M&Ms. Ooh. And sour Skittles. Like, none of the mainstays. It is no Reese's peanut butter cups or (laughs) I didn't get a single Reese's peanut butter cup. And they do a lot of like there were chip bags and like graham cracker, like Teddy Graham esque, which is fine. I don't mind that they throw in snacks as well. Because if you go through a treat trail, they have four or five stops throughout each trail. And so a few of them will have candy and then one or two will have a snack. And then sometimes they'll have like a Halloween tattoo sheet or lame. Um, <laughs> and I don't I, I'm mind just saying, it, especially if you're going with kids, I want the candy. I don't, I don't care about the sun chips. I want the candy. I'm just saying, like, for the amount of money you pay for that extra ticket to go to this party, hit me with something that is not a freaking Mickey Mouse tattoo. Right. Well, and I have to say that we were the old people. We're like, oh, the lines are so long. And we're like, we could buy so much candy. <laughs> ourselves and candy that we want so we kind of stopped going through those lines after we realized nobody here is going to know this except wendy but the very first time i went to disney's halloween party i went with my son he was like five or six at the time that's when i discovered my love for peanut chews that was the first time i had had them i came home (laughs) with piles of them and then a friend of mine delivered me all of hers because her son has a nut allergy and i fell deeply in love with them but there have not been peanut chews in many years i'm sad to report well, I'm happy to get you some from the local Five Below that five always below. has them. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. They are hard to find. I did one year buy a very large container of them from Amazon. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I'm sorry your 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 uh, oogie boogie bash was not as exciting as you had hoped it would be. It was it was still a nice night. It was still it, nice to get it out. But honestly, it's that tramp. You got to walk that 30, not 30 minutes. It's no. probably 15 to 20 minutes. Well, no. and as you're walking back, they have security stationed along the route. And I kind of wondered what, other than just general supervision, I don't really know what the security is doing there. But the very last guy, he's like, you're almost there, I promise. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there's nothing worse than having to walk a mile back to your car at the end of the night. 
Yes, and I was at like 13,000 steps at that point, which is not that many for Disney, but for four hours at Disney is a lot, and my damn ring wouldn't close. So I'm like power walking <laughs> to get my heart rate up so that, that my watch will recognize that this is exercise. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That is funny. So what are your Halloween plans then this week? So I don't fully know. I My teenager has not made any plans. I don't know that he will. He's uh-huh. at the point where, like, I don't make the plans for him anymore. Mm-hmm. So I keep saying, like, what are your friends doing? What are your friends doing? What are your friends doing? I mean, I'm happy. I was like, they can come over here and hang out. If you, I don't know. I don't know. And I find it stressful that they make plans at the 11th hour, but it is what it is. Teenagers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do still have one younger one who lets me hang on to being the Halloween mom. And my 11-year-old will trick-or-treat. I think we're going to do a mini block party, which we used to do a giant block party, but it's toned way down. Um, It's toned way down because why? Because kids are getting older? Um, No, because we don't think a 100-person party. That's how big it used to get? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. 100. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I never knew that. I thought it was like three neighbors. No, 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 no. It was the entire neighborhood, plus everyone's Mm. friends. So toned down, but we'll do an outdoor dinner, and then we will trick-or-treat. I mean, pretty standard, but I was just actually... Prior to recording this, texting some of her friends to make arrangements so that they can all go together. Okay, question. Do you let your 11-year-old trick-or-treat alone without parents? No. What grade is she in? Six. Six? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I let my... I think sixth grade was the last year that I went with her, actually. Like, you know, trailed behind. I wasn't, like, walking up to every single door with her, you know? Yes, of course. They just need a parent supervising the group shouting from the sidewalk say thank you say thank you don't <laughs> run across their lawn yeah, yeah. <gasps> my daughter is going to a friend's house that doesn't live in our local city so um she's going to be over at their house trick-or-treating and i'm having like empty nest vibes you know like i don't want to stay home and hand out candy like i'm sad about it I don't I don't know what to do. I actually think I'm going to make plans for my husband and I to like go out to dinner or something cuz Oh, that's fun. Because what I mean, first of all, we have three dogs. It's very hard to manage the, the door and the dogs when yes. <laughs> you know. Yes. And then I could put candy out, but then what's the point of me being home for that? So, I'll put candy out and maybe we'll just go out to dinner. Yeah. You know, I don't know because it, of course it's a Sunday night. She has school the next day. So, mm-hmm. Um, Which, why do we need to celebrate Halloween on a calendar day? Why is it not always the fourth Saturday in October? Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know. I don't know. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I just feel so sad about it. (laughs) Kind of. Just my daughter getting older just makes me sad, you know? I hear you. I don't actually enjoy the trick-or-treating process, though. I find it super stressful. It's dark. There's cars. It's easy to lose your kid. I don't enjoy that. Um... But, yeah, kids getting older and doing their own thing is is hard to grapple with. A parent who have only an only child, you know? Yes. Moving on from trick-or-treating to finding money. What are you talking about? So when you are out 
in the world do you ever mm-hmm. find money on the ground? <laughs> yes, sometimes. So this is last night. My husband and I are at Disneyland. Three separate times he found money on the ground. At yep. one point, he found a $20 bill on the, wow. like, the floor of a ride. And he was like trying Whoa. to like, he couldn't get to it because we were on Little Mermaid. And he was like trying to, I don't really know. He obviously was not going to climb out, but he was definitely trying to wiggle his way over. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Anyway. I love Little Mermaid. I love that ride. It's a great ride. Love it. Uh, I have never in my life ever once found money. And I think it is because I am not observant at all. Oh, that's interesting. So I thought you were going uh, the way of like being tricked. Like if there's a dollar bill on the floor and somebody's got like a... (laughs) They're going to pull a string. A fish wire. Yes, exactly. Glued a quarter to the ground. (laughs) Yes. And I'll tell you, I think about that every time I see money on the ground and I go to pick it up. I thought about that briefly when he was... Because he picked up pennies, Mm -hmm. which why? I mean, leave a penny. But... Okay. Isn't it and good luck to find a penny, though? Sure, he found two. Seen pe- people put, like, a sticker on the ground that looks like a 3D. <laughs> you Like, you know, from far away, you're like, oh, it's a quarter, and you go to pick it up, and your hand goes through, like, nothing, because it's flat. Anyway, I th- was thinking about it last night. I was like, maybe I'm just so unobservant of my surroundings that I would just never notice. Are you? Would you consider yourself unobservant? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm hyper-observant. You know. When I'm walking around, nope. Really? Of people. I notice people. But... That's interesting. That's how we are so different. Yeah, I'm hyper-observant because it's because of living in a place of fear. Like, I'm always worried, like, something's going to happen in terms uh. of, like, safety. So I mm-hmm. am very observant of people and surroundings and... Exit routes, <laughs> all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Oh nope. I nope. Mm-hmm. It's not even on my mind. Hmm. hmm. I. I mean, you know, I have the mind of a squirrel, so I don't focus on any one thing for any length of time. Did he get that twenty bucks eventually? He didn't. I was like, what, what is happening? He goes, there's a twenty dollar bill on the ground, and I like. I in- thought his phone had fallen out of the ride, or and you know, if you lose something on one of those rides, you're out of luck. They don't like go back in and get it. They make you come back the next day mm. because yeah, and get it I, at lost and found. Yes, because they can't, you know, shut down the whole ride just for your stupid phone. I lost my phone on Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters and had to drive back to Disneyland the next day and get it. Oh my gosh! Okay, so I thought the twenty bucks was in his little. Your ride buggy. It was outside. On the floor. Uh, He could get his hand cut off or something. Right. Reaching outside the ride. Yes. Keep your hands and arms inside. Yes. So, yes, he was not uh, doing anything. It was not dangerous what he was doing, but he was, I think, trying to figure out if he could. But there was no way. Okay. Well, wait. So he saw it once? Or did you ride the ride twice and try oh, to get it a second funny. time? Didn't even occur to me to ride it a second time. And there was nobody on that ride. I mean, in front of us were like eight empty buggies because nobody's going to the Oogie Boogie Bash to ride uh-huh. Ariel. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> uh-huh. And the parade was happening directly outside of that ride at that moment. So everybody walking by was stopping for the parade and not on the ride. Is so- it a cocoa parade? 
No, it's a villain's oh, parade. Uh, oh, that's good, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, speaking of missed opportunities, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back to talk about how you can be holiday ready before the holidays. All right, everybody, welcome back. And yes, we are aware that it is not quite Halloween yet. As of the recording of this, my Halloween costumes have mine. I <laughs> don't dress up. My family's Halloween costumes have not even arrived at my house. However, for me, and I think for other people, the second Halloween is over, it feels like the countdown is on toward the holidays. I was in a mall the other day. Macy's is fully decorated for Christmas, 100%. So we have wildly different approaches to how we approach mm-hmm. holidays mentally. Um, I think, and in practice as well, once the season gets here. Um, so look, everybody knows I live and die by a list. I love a list. Give me a list. Let me check it off. Wendy would Santa. Poke her eyes out. <laughs> no. Well, you know what? I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed last night. My husband's like, make a list. Um, <laughs> I-, I like this too, but like, I don't live and die by it. So it is my goal to be every year. It is my goal to be done by December 1st so that I can then enjoy the month of December. I'm not shopping. I'm not decorating. I'm not whatever it is, putting together teacher gifts, addressing holiday cards. I don't want the month of December to feel like one long to-do list because there's so many things about the holiday itself that I enjoy, and I sometimes feel like I don't get to do those things. Like what? Like sitting and watching Christmas movies without also having to be wrapping a gift or addressing a card. Uh-huh. Or baking cookies or enjoying hot chocolate outside by my fireplace with my Christmas lights on. Like, those are all things that bring me joy. And I often uh-huh. feel like, there's no time for the joy. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So, that said, I always fail at that. That has never, I've never actually realized that goal. But I do head into December typically fairly well prepared. I'm kind of wrapping things up for the month of December. In a minute, we'll talk about some of the ways I do that. But I want to hear from you about how you approach the holidays. Well, it's no secret I don't really love the holidays. Yeah. um, Because I feel like it's a lot of things to do, a lot of commitments, a lot of... uh, trying to make magic happen it's just it's overwhelming and as a mom and I think we've talked about this before like that the burden of that is on mom's shoulders a lot Mm -hmm. um but when I was thinking about this topic last night I started to realize that as we head into the holidays or any project, because I see the holidays as a project, mm-hmm. to be honest, it's not something like I enjoy. Um, it As we head into like projects or anything, like I feel like I have to be like grounded and dialed in on like every little thing that I normally take care of. So I'm talking bills or house chores or errands or daily tasks or laundry, whatever, whatever falls into my lap of things to do. I like all those things to be done before I can move on and take another project. But what I realized is that becomes like a little bit of a hamster wheel because those things are never, they don't go away once they're done, right? You still have like 
more laundry because people yeah. wear clothes or you need to go to the grocery shop, the grocery shop, the grocery store again because people eat food. So um, I think for me, like I, I got to kind of get out of that mindset. Otherwise, I'm just going to continue to do the like same thing over and over and over again without mm-hmm. moving on to new things, which is not a healthy mindset. So with that said... I have like a list of go-to things that I do to make me feel like comfortable, organized, dialed in on like little things, in control of little things so that I can take on other projects. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, I clean out my purse. My purse is such a Dump truck. <laughs> dump truck. Is that a, a garbage fire? It, there's, sure. Mine is too. There's just, I can never find a credit card. I can never find a debit card because I just throw it in there and there's mm. 800 receipts and 40 lip balms and, <laughs> you know, oh my God. God forbid my husband asked me, like, can I have your car key? I have to dump out oh. the entire purse <laughs> to find it, you know? I mean, okay. there's been many a times I've just thrown the purse at him and go, 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 go take my purse. <laughs> yeah. The car will start with that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, isn't it fun, though, when you clean out your purse and you're like, wow, look at all these lip glosses I have that I haven't yes. seen in months. Well, don't even get me started on that. Like, it's a rediscovery of all these things that I haven't seen because they've right. been in the, you know, bottomless pit of my crossbody bag. But... <laughs> I mean, and I say crossbody bag as a joke because the thing is as big as an envelope. It's not that big at all, but it's stuffed to the gills with things. But once I get that all cleaned out, like I mentally feel so much better mm-hmm. and I feel like so much, you know, like I'm in control or I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre because I'm sure people just go around and have like messy bags and they don't care, you know, like they can just like get on with their day, do whatever. Nope. I have to have my bag cleaned or I just feel like a mess, a mess. Mm -hmm. The next thing I really, really like to do is I don't use a planner. I use Google calendar. Is that what it's called? Google calendar. Um, shout out to you for turning me onto that. I really love it. love Google calendar so much. Um, But I like to sit down and, like, update my calendar. I want to put in all my personal appointments, work schedule, kid extracurriculars, school functions, home maintenance. So I can get, like, a visual look of, like, what's coming up. And I say visual, like, because I have, like, a, you know, like, I'll know something's on Thursday. I don't know what it is, but I can see in my mind that there is, you know, Thursday is blocked off for some reason. So I love to see, like, what's open on my calendar. So then, like, maybe I can fit, like, holiday decorating in there somewhere. Because mm-hmm. I have to, like, plan that stuff. Oh, well, we have holiday decorating on our calendar. Know I know you do, it. but you set it up, like, so early, and it's, like, year to year. I have not one Halloween decoration up inside my house right now. Not one. And it's because, like, I haven't been able to, like, get everything else in order so that I could move on to that. Am I the only one who struggles with this? I'm dying to know. I know you don't, but I'm dying if any of our listeners. Am I just the oddity? Do I well, need years of therapy? I think I would feel the same way. The The thing that I have working on my side is that my husband's deeply invested in things like fall decorations and holiday decorations. So 
the day we took the holiday decorations out, I was not feeling like, oh, look at all this free time I have and my life is in order. It was just like we took them out and we did it. And currently we are so busy right now. Like when I look at my calendar, our weekends are so busy and we painted a room in our house last weekend. I was like, I really don't want to do this. I, I wanted an afternoon off. And he was like, okay, when can we do it in the next month? And there was not a single weekend day that we had an afternoon free to make it happen. So we just did it. And so that feels super stressful to me. Even if the full weekend isn't booked, when I know like, oh, I've got something on Saturday and something on Sunday, my brain's like, I'm done. I can't, I can't do another Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So if it were on my shoulders, half of it wouldn't get done. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that it's, you know, my husband loves, especially loves Christmas decor. Um, And usually that falls on on him and my daughter to do because I just Mm -hmm. don't like to partake in doing that. Um, I have forever loved to put up Halloween Halloween decorations, but in my mind, I'm always like, well, I like a clean slate. So I want the house to be perfectly clean before the decor goes up. Mm -hmm. It's it's a sickness, I know. Um, so sometimes it just never gets done because the house is never fully clean. There's never a clean slate to start with. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, the next thing I like to do, and here's where my big list comes in. I like to make a big list of things that we need for potential micro anxieties, which we talked about several weeks ago now, right? Mm -hmm. Micro anxieties are little things that, what, give you anxiety, irritate irritate you. Yeah. So like, you know, I like to feel prepared. Mm -hmm. And I wrote a list uh, for our Friday Five on Patreon a couple weeks ago. And I'm talking like, I like to have stamps on hand, light bulbs on hand, batteries, dog food, paper needs. I want all that stuff on hand so it's not like I'm putting out a fire because we don't have dog food and I have to run out to the store to go get it and I can't enjoy cookie baking you know so if all those things get like done then that makes me feel free to do other things that these little micro anxieties aren't going to pop up and I'm going to have to handle them I love that feeling of a fully stocked house and it pretty much never happens for me that all of those things are fulfilled um like I might have like one extra bag of dog food but we're out of batteries or but the one time in my life the one time in my life I had it together and I felt so good and so at peace was COVID the like two weeks leading up to shutting down for quote Mm -hmm. two weeks and everyone Mm -hmm. was like gotta have your supplies gotta have your supplies (laughs) I didn't know what to buy so I was like well I'm just gonna buy an extra of everything that we use all the time and we had extra shampoo extra conditioner extra dishwasher detergent extra laundry detergent extra dog food like we had extras of every single thing we it was amazing now we used all of it like the Mm -hmm. (laughs) feeling doesn't last but it felt so good Yeah. Well, I usually do this at the beginning of the new year, too. Like, I'll make a list of everything that we need, especially, uh, like, ordering refills of prescriptions, like, stuff like that. I'll sit down with my big list and just, like, knock all that stuff out. I will Mm -hmm. do a big, huge Amazon order of batteries and light bulbs and all that. So it just comes. I'm not running all over the city to go Mm -hmm. get all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel so good when that stuff is just, it, it feels like a full functioning home. You know? Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Next up is, and this is so silly, fully charge my electronics. 
do you know how much I hate grabbing for my AirPods and they're dead? Or mm-hmm. the feeling I get when I my battery on my phone turns red, you know? Like, yeah. But if I have everything, like, powered up for the day, makes me feel like I can tackle anything. It's so lame. It's such a small, minor thing. Do you have a good charging station set up, or do you have, like, 18 cords on your nightstand? Um, I have one cord on my nightstand, one cord in the bathroom, and then we have two cords downstairs. Lightning cables is what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, um, so when we're downstairs, I usually will try to plug in the phone. Um, it's in the kitchen, so, like, everybody just plugs their phones in there. And... Uh, you know, like I watch a lot of things on Netflix and Hulu as I'm getting ready in the morning. So I try to plug in there, you know. So, yeah, we they're all over the house, basically. Well, I like to charge things at night, but my and my nightstand is a desk. So I have my laptop, my iPad, my Kindle, my AirPods, my watch, my phone. It's so many things. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like the cord situation is a mess. So I'm not going to plug anything in. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the best thing? We had some friends that redid their kitchen and they put in this drawer that had it was like wired for all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So then they could just put all their electronics inside that drawer, plug them all in and shut the drawer. Like how awesome is that? Right. I love it. I love it. Okay. The very last thing I like to do to keep things organized and in control and grounded so I can take on my day-to-day is to organize my car. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand when my car has trash in it, like empty cups or wrappers. And it does every single day because I consume food in my car. Um, but I'm really good at like when I get home, if it's like two or three days worth of stuff, I'll like, we'll take a trash bag and just go through it and clean it all out. But what I also like to do in my car is I keep a makeup bag of items that I may need at any time, Advil, Tylenol, antacids, lip balms, hand mm-hmm, mm-hmm, wipes, mm-hmm. hand cream, and my favorite disposable to brush your teeth. Yes. Keep a little bag of all those goodies in my like glove compartment just so I have them. Just It makes me feel good. Otherwise, I feel like panicked if I need a lip balm and there's not one in the car and I can't find one in my dirty purse, you know? Yes. Can I tell you that I have always had a dream of having like a a good collection of things in my car and Mm -hmm. finally, finally made it happen. Like went through Target and CVS and got like little minis. I bought mm-hmm. hair ties specifically for my car. I bought a new lip balm. I bought a new hand lotion. I bought a little <laughs> nail clipper set in the mm-hmm. travel section at CVS. I bought the little travel Advils because I kept saying like, oh, I'll just transfer some. No, I'm not going to transfer some Advils. Buy the little travel ones. <laughs> I am worth it. I am worth it. I have all of these things in my car and I reach for them all the time. And every time I'm like, look at me. I even have like a little (laughs) extra deodorant for my children because sometimes people forget. And a hairbrush. You guys, I feel like a million bucks when I have all of those things. I know. So do I. Bag. And I'm like, oh, this hangnail that I'm messing with as I'm driving, I can just clip when I get to where I'm going instead of ripping my entire thumb off. 
That I do the same thing. And I love that my daughter and my husband both know that they're when they're in my car, like those things are there, you know, yes. like, yes. oh, oh, do you have a Tums? Yeah, I sure do. Here, let me get it out of it, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, oh, these are masks. I have a basket of children and adult sizes in the back seat. <laughs> same with me. I do. I have a me glove too. compartment full of masks, yeah. you know, so yeah. uh, I just... Uh, I know it sounds like so like repetitive, but I just like those things to be like put together and organized and then I feel good. Then I can like move along. Otherwise, when they're hanging out here of undone, that's all I think about. Mm-hmm. So I can't enjoy decorating for Halloween or Christmas if my car is a mess. It's just I how it is. You. It is just how it is. Is there a... But like you said, it is a hamster wheel, mm-hmm. right? You're going to continue to buy Starbucks and have it in your car. You're going to continue to wear clothes. So is there a point at which you can say, like, okay, these are the things I need to do? And then I – right? Because it's never all going to be done. No, I know. I, I it's, it's a constant conversation in my head. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would have to be like, these are the things that need, that need, and when they are done, I can move on to other things. Here's an example. When we decided that we were not going to move and that we were going to stay in this house, there are some home repairs that we want to do. Right. And I need to make those phone calls to do it. But every day, I am either paying the bills or going to the grocery store or writing blog posts or have a podcast to record or something like stuff keeps getting in the way so when you say like oh my god you guys painted a a room in a week and I'm like oh my god that would take me three months to get to you know (laughs) because the room has to be cleaned out and then the carpet needed to be cleaned and I uh, so overwhelming to me I can't move on to projects and again I was like that room needing to be painted I was like oh that's a good idea we should do that and in my husband's mind when he is like we're gonna do it he doesn't function like me. He's like, well, we're going to do it now. And he put on our errands, like, we're going to go buy the paint and we're going to paint the room. And so I 100% would not have painted that room anytime in 2021. Let me be very clear. I'm like, oh, that's too much work. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Buying the paint. We needed new paint trays. We had to move the furniture. We had to vacuum the 9 billion pounds of dust that was were behind the bookshelf. I mean, it was taping oof i would have given up halfway through and not done the trim (laughs) yeah i mean that's totally daunting to me so i i mean i'll applaud you that you guys just jumped in and and did it i approach the holidays a little bit differently although i'm as i'm recording this i'm sitting in my closet i'm looking at a pile of laundry and my closet is typically where i store holiday gifts and it's always my goal to do a full closet clean out so that i have like good spaces in which to start storing gifts and things so they're ready to go and I know where to find everything and the odds of that happening before I start bringing gifts in are slim I'm gonna be honest Mm -hmm. I have already purchased gifts and they're just in the mess I mean I can't even believe that you have bought Christmas gifts already we were actually Blows. just saying we need to go through what we've gotten for the kids and take an inventory of what we still need to get oh my god but we are paring way down for the kids this year so we're trying to Trying to get a handle on it before we just keep going and going. Anyway. Where do you come up with the ideas? Okay. Oh. That is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the way I approach the holidays is a lot of people don't start 
doing anything. If you now, like, this is very Christmas centric because that's what we celebrate. But there are a lot of winter holidays, um, and so the way I approach the holiday season, and some people don't even look at it until December first. Like they are not interested. That's um, me. And for me. I enjoy a lot of the holiday prep. I enjoy shopping. I enjoy feeling prepared. I enjoy thinking about it. I enjoy spreading out the season. Um, And so I think now, the week before Halloween, if December is a month that makes you feel run ragged, as it does for many of us, especially those of us who are the primary parents and the primary magic makers in our homes, um... There are a couple of things you can do now that are pretty easy and that will take some pressure off of you. And I would say the very first thing that I would do if I were you, which is one of the bigger things on this list, is to think about the holidays and what you actually want it to look like. What part of the holidays bring you joy and what doesn't? Do you hate gingerbread houses and your family doesn't enjoy them and you can't eat them and they're messy and it's hard to squeeze the frosting out and the candy's <laughs> gross and hard and then it just sits on your counter looking like a mess? <laughs> That's not a requirement. Yeah. There's lots of parts of the holidays that people feel like they need to do. Uh, decorating cookies. Why? Decorated cookies are disgusting, right? <laughs> Let it go. Don't. I would say to anything that you do out of obligation or to check a box that nobody really enjoys, let it go. It, yeah. Nothing's required. And I see a lot of people saying like, oh, we've never decorated a gingerbread house. Should I feel bad? No, you shouldn't. If that doesn't bring you joy, let it go. Um, Which brings me to my next point, and that is holiday cards. And... In the past several years, we've skipped a couple years doing holiday cards for a couple of reasons. Um, and usually it was because I did not have the bandwidth to make them happen. And holiday cards are one of those things that you need photos. You have to choose the card. You have to order the card. You have to address the card. You have to get the postage. You have to update your addresses. It can feel like a lot. And it can feel like a lot, especially knowing that some people, most people, look at your card one time. And then it goes in the trash at the end of the season. Yes, but you know what? Holiday cards bring me joy. That's the one thing I enjoy to do. You enjoy doing them. I love it. I love finding the photo and picking the card and addressing the envelopes. All of it. I love it. See, I don't enjoy any of that. I enjoy receiving them. And so for me, cutting them out a couple of years when I just needed something to go was an easy thing to let go. Um, that said... If holiday cards are something that you enjoy, if there's something that you want to continue to do, there is no reason that you have to wait until it is November to do your holiday cards. You could look at your photos that you took on your summer vacation and throw a few fun candid photos together in a collage card. Look, I know we all like to do nice family photos. Sometimes that is too much scheduling it, choosing outfits. <laughs> I love them when I see yours. This is not something that that's a nightmare in my family. That is really hard to get my family to do. So we often do like a here's a few fun photos from our vacation in a card. That, I want to see your family. They don't need to be in color coordinating outfits. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and that's probably not what anybody actually looks like, right? So 
let go of the I need a perfect family photo to send a holiday card. You don't. There are tons of collage card options on all of the major card retailers. Also, you could order them today. Throw them together. Oh, yeah. It's all done. To, it's available. And yes, they're ready. They're, they Holiday designs are on these websites starting in like September. So you could get that done. Or if you're not ready to do that, you could look at your addresses and figure out who you're going to send to and who do you need to contact for their new address. Um, You could print labels if that's your thing. I hate addressing 100 holiday cards every year. I, don't. I love it. We have a friend who has a holiday hand lettering card business. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. And I wish I had my act together enough to have her do them. For now, I'm just going to enjoy her photos of them on social media. Because <laughs> I think it would be so fun to send those beautifully hand-lettered cards. Can you imagine? Oh, no. Um, I would love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels special. That's why I like doing holiday cards. Because I want somebody to feel special when they receive it. it but I know. Like, I keep in mind, they're going to throw it in the recycle bin. You know, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I was pleasantly surprised. I went to my brother's house uh, a few weeks ago for his birthday, and our Christmas card was on the refrigerator. Wow. And I was like, that makes me feel so happy. Yeah. Yeah, I like going to people's houses during the holiday and seeing all the cards that they have displayed. We display all of ours. I enjoy receiving them. But I'm not – I some people do this. I'm not keeping a tally of who I received a card from. I so, do. If not <laughs> receiving a card from me, I'm going to get cut off Wendy's list pretty soon. If not receiving a card from me is the thing that removes me from your list, I mean, I can take it. But I, I wonder how, I don't know. If you're like me, I think most people don't have that much time to pay close attention. Do you notice who's not sending you a card? I take all the cards at the end of the season and update my Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Of who I received one from. Yes, I do. And if I haven't received one from them in like the last two years, then maybe I might remove them from my list as well, especially if it's a person who like we don't have a lot of contact with anymore, you know? Right. Uh, I'm real tic-tatty. Tic-tatty. Is that a word? It is now. The next two things are very easy. If you're like, whoa, I cannot handle holiday cards right now. Hold, I, I got you covered. You go to the grocery store or you place a grocery order or you Instacart probably every single week. If you enjoy holiday baking, start throwing some extra supplies in your cart right now because that stuff gets expensive. And throw the extra bag of chocolate chips, throw the extra sugar, throw whatever it is that you buy in your cart so that you're spreading out that expense. And all of a sudden you go to open up your pantry, butter freezes really well if you do a lot of baking. Throw the extra butter in your freezer and when it's time for your baking, you're ready. And it's not an extra $100 at the grocery store for all the things you need to make all of your favorite cookies. I don't buy any of that shit at the grocery store. I buy it all from Target. Okay, wherever you're buying it. I'm just I'm... saying, I think it's more affordable from Target than it is the grocery store. Uh, probably. Probably. You are probably correct, yes. But I will tell you a recent micro-anxiety is I went to make chocolate chip cookies the other day after I purchased chocolate chips and some new butter and all this stuff, and I didn't have enough flour. And I was like, whoa, I can't not go into the pantry and have not have flour there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super. Did you go buy two? 
I didn't buy two. I bought one, but mm-hmm. yes, I did. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm all prepared. <laughs> uh. So and the final thing is, throw a gift card into your cart at Target or the grocery store and have them on hand. Start thinking about those. I use the word generic in my notes. I don't mean that in a negative way, but for teachers. For people that you know you're going to get a, give a gift card to, just start throwing those onto your grocery order where you're not going to notice it so much as opposed to going and spending $150 on all the gift cards you need to buy for a year. Um, also, think, will you be attending a holiday party? Can you buy a hostess gift now and have it ready to go? And can it be the kind of thing where it's just ready to go and it's not, you know, obviously it's not perishable and it's just... Something comes up, you have that extra thing, and that could turn into a neighbor gift, or it can turn into the gift for the person you didn't know they were going to give a gift to you. You're just ready to go. Just start those little things that are going to make you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so prepared. I really wanted to buy wrapping paper when I was at Costco last week, and they didn't have it yet. And I was so sad, but they did have their scissor packs. Ooh, what's that? That excites me. <laughs> it's like three pairs of scissors in a package. I mean, new, new scissors make me very excited. Because they get gross and dull very quickly. And so mm-hmm. new pairs of scissors for gift wrapping, just, you know, add those supplies. Buy the wrapping paper. Buy the scissors. Buy the stuff that you can get out of the way. Just start throwing it in. Makes you feel good. Makes me feel good. Well, it makes you feel prepared. It Especially feel prepared. now... Because if you want to be done in November, I'm kind of surprised that Costco didn't have wrapping paper yet. I am too. And I honestly cannot remember when they usually have it. I hope it's coming back. They had the three packs, but I didn't like the three packs. I like the big giant rolls from Costco that are double-sided. Supply Uh, chain problems. Maybe. (laughs) They did have a very large Halloween section still up. Mm. Um, in my Costco costumes, tons of candy. So I'm hoping that that section gets taken over. Their holiday section was tiny, so I'm hoping it grows. But who knows? <laughs> who knows what this year will bring? Yep. <sighs> okay, I'm exhausted talking about holiday prep. I'm exhausted. Do you have ways that you like to prep for the holidays? Do you have things you like to do? When do you start? Is it too early for you? Hallmark movies have started already. Christmas movies. So it's it's basically the Christmas season for all intents and purposes. Let us know. Send us an email. Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. And we will be right back with two non-holiday themed Megan and Wendy approved items. Welcome back to Megan and Wendy Approved, and I have gone first the last couple of times, and I would like you to go first. All right. Well, here it is. Last week, I was uh, having lunch with some friends, eating my very favorite salad from local panini place called Skimmers. Anyhow, it has a wonderful, yummy, like, balsamic vinaigrette dressing that mm-hmm. splashed up on my shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, because it was, like, brown. I was, yeah. like, so bummed. And uh, my my friend Kelly goes, you know what? I have a Tide pin in my purse. And I was like, what? Let me see it. I don't know what but this Tide pin is. And so she busts it out. Sure enough, I dab, 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 dab it. And it 
went away. And I was like, this thing is magic. So I have purchased my own several Tide pins now for these emergencies. Keep them in my car. Keep them in my purse. I love the Tide pin. You know what I bought yesterday? What? A Tide pin? Two pack of Tide pins. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> in Target. Re- because as we mentioned earlier, I've been on this mission to create the perfect car kit. Yeah. Walking through the travel section just for fun at Target. And they had the Tide to go pens and I threw the two pack in my cart. And yeah. now it's in my car. Have you ever used one before? I have. I'm genuinely surprised you as someone who loves the Wonder. act of cleaning <laughs> yes. didn't own one already. No, just because I thought, oh, that I, in my mind, I figured it would like dilute it a little bit, right. and, like maybe make the spot bigger than it like originally the same as was. Water to it, yes. But and this is like a dark balsamic vinaigrette, like and it landed on a white stripe of a t-shirt that I had was wearing uh-huh. a V-neck, a V-neck, out. by the way, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just came right out. I was like shocked, shocked. I was like wizardry. I was like, that is so cool. I was. They were looking at me like I was just fell off the truck, you know. <laughs> anyway, tied pins. Woo woo. Well, I have an item that I was driving around the other day thinking, why haven't I shared that as a Megan and Wendy approved item before? And I, you know, didn't do my research. Don't think I have, though. (laughs) This is a lip scrubber, and it is a, I don't like the feel of lip scrubs, like in a pot, like a gritty Mm -hmm. moisturizing scrub. I don't enjoy that at all. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they're messy. They get in your mouth. I know they're designed to taste good because they can get... uh, uh, uh. So I have a plastic-handled silicone lip scrubber, and it has two different sides, and one has, like, um, some round nubbies. Mm-hmm. It's more like a massaging feel. I think if you're yeah. going to, like... I don't really know why you would use that. And the other side has some just, like, silicone brush feeling. And I just typically use this in the shower when, like, my lips are wet and I just scrub it over and it sloughs off the dead skin. And I just wash it in the sink. And I really like it. And I went to look for the one that I have that I bought probably a year ago. And um, I saw that they are now sold in a pack of four for under $5. So I would suggest you get these and throw them in stockings because... Great stocking stuffer idea right there. Keep one in your travel bag. Yeah. Oh, this four pack is very exciting. Yes. That's so interesting. It's, but, you know, like those things need to be replaced every once in a while, I'm uh-huh. going to assume. It's like a toothbrush ish. You know what I mean? It's on your mouth. Like, I'm sure. I don't know. We don't need to get into it, but <laughs> I like the four pack. That's a good idea. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. We will be back on Thursday with our very first Hallmark Countdown to Christmas movie review. Don't miss it. As of the recording of this podcast, the Santa Stakeout is leading in the polls. So come back to find out which movie we choose to review this week. And have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.